0: small talk big thoughts big thoughts small talk big thoughts big thoughts small talk big thoughts big thoughts oh hello 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 this is ebony griffin thank you so much for joining me on the small talk big thoughts podcast uh for this current episode and i just kind of want to get right to it it is a longer episode uh and it is really based on more of a teaching so i would like for you to grab your bibles have your bibles open as i always say let's pop them open um but we're gonna go ahead and get started and it's titled don't miss out okay So now we're talking about perception. We'll start with that. And perception really is everything. There are so many things that can be right in front of our face. Um, They're right in front of the face of a person. And then have you ever heard somebody say, well, um, I don't know if it's true, or I don't think so, or I don't see it that way. And you might be on the other end like, okay, it's right there. That It's right there in black and white, or it's right on video, it's right on camera, and they just don't get it. Well, that's basically what uh, Jesus was dealing with. And so we'll focus really on the book of John, but there are going to be particular chapters, chapter 7 and chapter 9, so have those handy. Um, So we're going to go and start in chapter 7. And, and I'll just kind of read a few of the verses um, where I want to focus on. So, John chapter 7, it's filled with what could have been questions. It could have been questions to Jesus, but instead there were words of doubt and they were plain flat-out rejection. So, when they had an opportunity, the people that he was coming in contact with, they had an opportunity to voice questions to him or ask him questions to have a better understanding. Instead, they had a lot of doubt, and they also just flat out, some of them flat out rejected him. So, you'll see what I mean in a minute. So, verse 12, some some of them said he was good, while others said he deceived people that was verse 12 chapter 7 verse 12 verse 15 some marveled at his knowledge and teachings of the word while verse 20 says while others said he had a demon okay verse 27 some said that they knew where he was from but based on their knowledge of the scriptures they doubted he was christ because when christ comes he won't they they'll know where he's from and he won't really be from there so they disregarded and ignored the messiah that was right before their face because they said well when he comes no one will know where he's from and we know where this guy is from and where he is from is not what we know of to be the place where the messiah comes from so he's clearly not the messiah so they made up their mind verse 31 others believed in jesus and said Will Christ, when he comes, do more signs than this? Meaning, can someone do more signs than what we have seen this man do? No. (laughs) The answer is no. So they had already in their mind said, listen, we have watched this man perform miracles and signs, and we have never seen such a thing. And because we have not seen it, we know for a fact that he has to be the Christ. Um, So on the basis of this, they were pretty much sold. They knew who he was. They stood on that. Verse 40, same chapter 7 of John. John chapter 7, verse 40. Many said he, he is a prophet. Verse 41. Others said that this is the Christ. But, same verse, verse 41. Some were stuck in the past. They were stuck on what they thought they knew of him they really could not get past where he was from he just couldn't be the son of god because of where he was from verse 41 says will the christ come from galilee we we read he was supposed to come from another place so again same thing circling around instead of them asking questions getting to know him more finding out what his story was so that it could line up with the scripture no they don't do that they just go ahead and they say no full-blown rejection verse 43 there was a division amongst the people because of Jesus now you see that is the New Testament they are basing a lot of their thoughts on the Old Testament and what they knew yet again he is right before their face and instead of asking questions, heeding his voice, they don't do that. They just reject him. A lot of them reject him. Now, some you can see, say, listen, I've seen what I've seen. I know what I know. He is who he says he is. I believe that this is the Christ. And then many were like, well, it just can't be. We don't care what kind of signs and wonders we see. He's not him. He's just some man. Or in this case, many of them say he was a demon. So... Um, That's just interesting to note that he is in the flesh walking amongst them. And there is division. Now, we're fast forwarding to 2,000 years later where we are today. Some people don't believe in miracle signs and wonders. Some of them do. Some people believe in casting out demons and deliverance. Some don't. Some believe in speaking in tongues. Some don't. Some believe that abortion is wrong, some don't. Some people believe, some people of faith believe that, hey, we should involve our faith in the political process. Some people don't. Some people believe that there's male and female, it should be husband and wife, some don't. The reality is right now, right in front of us, his truth is right in front of us still 2,000 years later and it's staring us in the face and there is still division now going back to john chapter 7 and i wanted to save this part for last because i think it was very vital uh chapter 7 john chapter 7 verse 1 through 5 starts off talking about Jesus' own brothers they saw him they heard him and they doubted him too it, chapter uh, verse five says, even his brothers did not believe him. Can you believe that? Okay, this straight up, that's the period. It's one sentence. Even his brothers did not believe him, and I'm saying that is so shocking. They are family. Okay, they lived in the same house. They were reared in the same place. They had this the same parents. You know, as far as Joseph and Mary, and they didn't even believe their own brother. And I just feel like that's really sad because again, it's on the basis of like what we know of the person and we just can't change. We can't look at what you say you are. We can't look at what you're doing. We can't even see the miracle in what you're doing because we know you. And because of what we know, it's not gonna change what we feel about you. And so think about that. Is there somebody in your life that you are like, hey, I know who they are they can't change even if i'm seeing this or that i know th- they're not going to change from what i know them as you may want to reevaluate that now let me give you another example and this is in john chapter 9 and this is from a different perspective but it is the same the same thing so again john chapter 9 there is a blind ma- man and he is healed by jesus the pharisees did not like this one Okay, it was not only that it happened on the Sabbath day, but it was also more about the fact that, okay, here's another person he's healing, and they were just getting tired of hearing about these miracles and um, these healings, and it was just an uproar for them. So they were kind of like on Jesus's tail. So at this point, like I said, they don't like it that he's healed this blind man, they track this healed blind man down for his side of the story verse uh, 15 says then again the pharisees also asked him the blind man the, the former blind man how he had received his sight he says unto them he meaning jesus put clay upon my eyes and i washed and i do see okay now instead of them being happy about this man like okay if you had heard that somebody was missing a leg and their leg grew back or they were blind or deaf and they could actually, um, you know, see or hear or they had a heart issue and they were touched and the doctor said, Hey, we don't see any heart issues. You would be ecstatic or at least you should be ecstatic. And you're not saying, well, wait a minute. When did this happen? Did this happen on Sunday? You supposed to be at church. That's basically what they were doing. Or how come you weren't at Bible study or why weren't you doing this? They weren't happy about the healing. They focused on the wrong thing. So anyway, um, they are not happy. They're upset, and they couldn't see. You know this this man. And so, like I'm saying, like I said, they're they're so upset about the healing. They couldn't be happy about this blind man being able to see. Um, because again, they're like, hey, we should be resting. The scriptures tell us that we shouldn't be doing anything on the Sabbath. And you mean to tell me he goes and heals you on the Sabbath? What is he doing? So they're just all in an uproar about this. And so to prove the man wrong and to prove themselves right that, you know, Jesus is obviously a bad person and this man is a sinner um, because they didn't. Jesus didn't follow what their thought pattern was they went so far as to ask the the healed man's parents about his blindness so the parents were like wait a minute you came asking us they're like hey yep our son was born blind he is now healed but you need to ask him what happened don't come for us asking us what happened to him he a grown man go and ask him so I like the parents attitude they were like listen it's that's Go ahead and ask him. Let him tell you what his experience is. All we could tell you is what we know. And so I love that. They were like, hey, go do that. Don't focus in on us and bring us in this. Um, so again, uh, John chapter 9, verse 24 and 25. Let me read it. So they again called the man who was blind and said to him, Give God the glory. We know that this man. This is the the man they're talking about is Jesus is a sinner. this is they so they basically called the man again, circled back, went back to him, and said, "Listen, go ahead and give God glory. Don't give Jesus glory. We already know that Jesus is a sinner. Don't give him the glory. So this man says whether he is a sinner or not, I do not know, but the one thing I do know, though I was blind, now I see." I love that. I love that. I love that this man stood on what he knew. He would not allow their teaching. He would not allow their pressure. He would not allow them going harassing his family. He wouldn't allow the fear of the Pharisees and their authority and their position to change what his experience was with Jesus he was not having it and i love that he stood on the fact that the lord healed me and you can't tell me no different i know what i was and i know what i am now i know i can see right now when i know who did it and i'm not gonna recant i'm not gonna change my story i'm gonna stand on what i know i love it i absolutely love it and so then the man answered and said to them and this is again john 9 verse 30 and 31 this is from the new king james he says why why this is a marvelous thing that you do not know where he is from yet he opened my eyes now we know that god does not hear sinners but if anyone is a worshiper of god and does his will he hears them so this dude is straight up with it the guy is saying the healed man is saying it's a marvelous thing that he healed me yet you guys are going going focusing on the wrong thing trying to figure out talking about where he's from and he is sinner. but this is of god the man who healed me is god and the reason why i know that is because god is he's he's only answering the prayers of the worshipers you know of anyone that worships god okay so he answered the prayer and so he's just being straight up with them and i love it and 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 they basically missed it they missed it they missed it they missed it they missed it it. the pharisees could not see the forest for the trees they literally tore this man down they called him a sinner they called jesus a sinner and then uh chapter 9 verse 34 this is real funny to me they answered to the man and said to him you were completely born in sins and you're teaching us? <laughs> when I when you read that, you can read it, you know, sometimes you read the Bible and it's like, okay. But then some, when it's when God is speaking to you, it just magnifies and lights up. Can you believe it? So they, they went, tracked the man down multiple times, tracked his family down, asked all up in his business. He tells them they don't like what he say. And then they say, you know what, you know, um, you they they basically put his past back in his face and say you were born in sins. Okay? And then they say and then and which that wasn't true. Um because if you read the chapter Jesus tells the disciples that it wasn't about that. He it wasn't that he was, his he was born in sin or his parents sinned or anything like that. So these Pharisees are completely wrong, but they throw his past in his face, what they think of his past in his face, then they try to uh, disparage him for what he is right now because he was spitting them facts. He was teaching them. And they said, and hey, you're going to try to teach us? So they're being indignant and in saying that he don't have no authority. We're the ones with the authority. We're the ones with the smarts and the brains. And you don't, you can't tell us anything. And they, and they basically cast them out. So they get upset with this former blind man. And a part of it is they don't have any faith. They don't, they are allowing their, their, um, knowledge, their learned, the things that they've learned to get in the way, their authority to get in the way of them seeing God, and they, and they basically just disregarded the miracle in itself, the miracle of the healing, but they also disregarded the miracle worker, okay, um, it, it, it's pretty sad, that also is pretty sad as well, now, from our perspective, you really, you're the listener. You have to ask yourself, you know, who was really blind here? Was it the man who was born blind? He, he received physical healing, but he also had such a conviction about the healing that it changed his walk, his spiritual walk forever. He had spiritual healing. He gained spiritual healing from the healing of his eyes. And that's something that Jesus knew. You know, before he even healed him in his conversation to the disciples, that's basically what he was saying, that this is going to be so good. Because, again, 2000, I'm going to do this. I'm going to heal this man. And then 2000 years later, people are still going to be talking about it. And we are right now. Okay. So Jesus knew ahead of time that this was going to be not just physical and, and the natural this was going to be a, a spiritual healing yet the Pharisees who were well studied they they thought they knew so much and they and people that should have had a spiritual connection yet they're physically blind to a miracle that was right before them and they're also the most important thing is that they're physically blind and spiritually blind to the messiah that is right before them right in front of their face okay so what's the big thought here the big thought is don't miss out don't miss out with doubt don't miss out or rejection and unbelief don't miss out with something that's right before your face whether you're a church goer, a church person, a believer, whatever spiritual person I hear people call themselves, okay, I ain't religious, I'm spiritual. I don't even know what that means. But if you know what it means to you, regardless of what that means uh, to me, whatever it means to you, don't miss out, okay? if you've been going to church all your life or you study on your own or you just have an idea of what God is or maybe you say hey I don't do the God thing I'm not into that at all um you know you might be a regular person just searching for more to life um and more to to things that you want to open yourself up to so more of these um I guess maybe things that are not necessarily religious or even spiritual, but they're outside of the realm of Christianity. I'm saying don't miss out. Don't be so set in your ways or set in um, opening yourself up to all these other spiritual things that you miss out on God, that you miss out on God doing a new thing at this time right now. This is a season of time that we've been open, that has opened for us. And so don't miss out on God doing this new thing. Don't miss out on the restoration and the revival that God is doing before our eyes right now. Don't let time slip away and you not align yourself with God. Don't miss out on the miracles, the signs and the wonders that are taking place. Um, And you might even need a miracle sign or a wonder. Don't miss out because of doubt and rejection. You know, um, because you're focused on old things or the wrong thing or somebody else or something else, focus in on Jesus. I ask you to open your eyes to what he is doing right now. Receive what he's doing right now. All right. So that's all that I have for this episode, my friends. Join me again for the next episode of the Small Talk Big Thoughts podcast. Thank you for listening small talk big thoughts big thoughts small talk big thoughts big thoughts small talk big thoughts big thoughts